Welcome, Welcome to your online coffee break, where we discuss bite-sized topics that inspire, educate, and entertain. Here's your host, a software innovator, award-winning marketer, and astronomy and space buff, Chuck Fields. Hey everyone, we're just a few days away from an historic mission, the launch of SpaceX Crew Demo 2 with astronauts Bob Bacon and Doug Hurley. This will be the first time that astronauts have been launched from American soil since 2011. This will also be the first time that astronauts have been launched in a new spacecraft in 39 years. Uh, to celebrate this incredible occasion, I invited a few friends to join me with an awesome Zoom discussion today from my past NASA socials. So sit back, listen to us as we talk about and debate the Crew Dragon Demo 2 mission. Online Coffee Break. Let, let's, let's start real quick. If we can go round robin and just kind of everyone say who you are and if you if you uh you know want to talk about hey i have this website or hey i have this business talk about it just tell me just briefly your, your name uh who you're from and i don't know some interesting fit, tidbit about you in space so why don't we start do you remember how this failed at our um do you remember when we did this at our nasa experience and how it failed we made it like not even a third of the way around the room. <laughs> you know you know what sucks is I went to the NASA social, Danielle, a month after that. I was in NASA social, so I sat on the other side of the room, so I get to and it. Start they started on the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and they still didn't get to me. It's just, oh I, just, I don't know. I'm just like crazy. But anyway, Danielle, ladies first. Oh, Okay. Uh, Danielle Spinola, I own Two Blow Honey Teas in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You can see my wide variety of teas back here. Beautiful. Uh, we ship everywhere. So if you want to go to our website, www.tupelohoneyteas.com, um, you can see all the things that we offer. Um, we're kind of twisting our business a little with COVID. We've closed our store and put in a takeout window so it's going to be really interesting mm. but yeah and i know that i know some of the guys from the group from our nasa social um i guess that was last june two june that was june? that was almost last two year. years ago yeah wow. it was almost two years ago now oh my gosh 2018 yeah, i think crazy. it was june 20 that's right it was like june or early july yeah, june, yeah. June. wow yeah because i came home and my business flooded a week later <laughs> oh, wow. whoa that is just nuts hey let's let's move on jordan another business owner tell us about you yeah um i'm sure i'm glad i'm here in orlando florida um i own a, a creative agency called high five creative you know we do branding video um creative legion you name it and then um on the side my partner in high five we also own a hot dog company called Cholo Dogs, which is Mexican hot dogs. Nice. And nice. we're actually in the middle of opening up our first brick and mortar location right now. Wow. That is fantastic. Yeah, I got, I got to get Jeremy's client out here. I know, dude. I've been talking to him, honestly. Like, he, he knows about it. He knows about it. But his world yeah. has been rocked lately. Like, I know. That's I a whole imagine. other story. But COVID oh, wow. has definitely affected the competitive eating world in some crazy ways. Yeah. And okay. then uh, people, people remember me from NASA Social for being an idiot. Um, if you can see my background, it's me falling on the astronaut 
uh, walkway. Awesome. Uh, I got to go back, and then you know, Chuck remembered I uh, did the, uh, the little like the, the girly on the bed pose and the, uh, the VAB, and uh, I've done some crazy stuff. Had some NASA social since, and NASA's actually um, working with them now on doing a lot of more stuff with it, which is really fun and cool. Oh, and kind of bringing that different approach. Like I think Jeremy, you took the picture of me in a SpaceX cone, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was really excited about the cone. <laughs> That's a great transition, Jeremy. You go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I work in the marketing space. My website is jamierossmer.com. I'm a marketing consultant, and I also work in the education and innovation space with my nonprofit, the Startup Foundation, and that our website is startupfoundation.org. We work with high schoolers. Wow, that's awesome. All right, Jason. Jason Fields. All right, Jason Fields. I um, My day job is I work in environmental for a utility in Tampa, Florida. Um, what I do specifically is stack testing. So I uh, climb a few hundred feet in the air and check um, exhaust stacks for emissions for um, regulatory compliance. All that stuff sounds boring, but uh, that's my day job. I've been a space fan, you know, like my whole life, basically, probably since I was 10 or 11 years old. I took a trip over to uh, Kennedy Space Center with my family, you know, for vacation. I grew up in Georgia, but we were down in Florida vacationing like, most of the country does. And uh, I can remember taking the bus tour and I remember driving by the VAB. I've told this story to Chuck and I, you know, I've been on his podcast before and uh, I remember seeing the VAB and just thinking to myself, like, it's kind of the first time I ever registered, you know, that's where history happened. You know, they assembled Saturn fives in there. They uh, stacked the shuttles in there. It was just like a cool, um, moment in my life and and then since then that's just kind of been something I followed loosely and then uh, you know more so at different times or whatever but I'm really excited for the launch next week man we're launching Americans from American soil and uh, that's the way it should be you know Oh, that's going to be so exciting. And I love, Jordan, by the way, you're showing your awesome photo in the background <laughs> yeah. that I will never forget. So ingrained in my memory forever on the floor oh, of the vehicle assembly building. <laughs> the most professional shot I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> never a boring moment when Jordan's in the room, for sure. All right. Well, As everyone was taking the same photo, I just wanted to do something different. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Now, now, Jason, you talked about this. Now, now all of us, here we, here we are. You know, we, we've waited for this moment since 2011. Um, this, uh, I'm not trying to brag, but I was there. I don't know how many, if anyone else was, for that last wow. launch of the space shuttle in 2011. Um, I have this video of my, my son. He was really tiny then, and he's uh, bebopping around as this rocket goes up. Now he's graduating high school. Wow. <laughs> so that's, that's how long wow. it's been wow. since we've launched American astronaut or astronauts from American soil. Yeah. What's going through some of your some of your minds out there? Who who wants to go first? Talk about this amazing experience. I'm nervous. I I don't know yeah. why I have a bad feeling. Like I wonder. You, you mentioned that, Jordan. How come? Tell me more about that. Like it, it started just from the way they announced that we were going back into space. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few friends that work at NASA who kind of gave me a tip a couple of days before. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, what a weird time to announce it. Like, it was during the pandemic that they announced this. Like, you know, we're, like, we're going, this is the day we're going, we're going. And then just from everything from the SpaceX demo explosion on the launch pad to the test, like, they're not really being clear about those tests. passing again. 
and then um, the space flight director resigning. They're not using the, the NASA gray van to go to the launch pad. It just, it's either me being superstitious or it just, it just seems very strange. I, mean, mm. I, I, I it's, so I have a weird feeling, but I'm excited. Like I, we've all been waiting for this moment. I got to go to the, the SpaceX demo launch uh, for NASA Social, and it was like really, really exciting. Like, no, like that's like that's what we're going next, and uh, so it's, it's nice that it's finally happening. And the new app, the new suits, like. They're weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought about that too. I thought about the new suits. But let's go right. Danielle, what are you thinking? Here we are. Get ready to, if all goes well, they could launch as soon as Wednesday, May 27th. Backup day is Saturday, May 30th. What's going through your mind right now? Um, I think that uh, it's super exciting that we're finally launching again from, you know, U.S. soil. Um, I think it's really I ironic that in the middle of 2020 and it seems like everything that could possibly go wrong on the entire earth is happening right now yeah. and it's like I thought with Jordan a little bit like superstitious about it um but I'm I'm hopeful as well like I'm so glad that we're coming back and that we're gonna we're we are now going to be back in like I don't know that nostalgic period of the sixties of like the space race and like going for yeah. going for it. And we've got, you know, the goal of 2024 to hit Mars or is it Mars? The moon. Um, or hit the moon, mm -hmm. the moon with a, and a woman going to the moon, which is super exciting. And Pretty then, cool. you know, the further goal of Mars and I, I don't know, like, I hope that it's the, it's a good kickoff, but also like 2020 has been so weird and like, things that are happening like murder hornets and all the other weird things that are popping <laughs> up. I am a little superstitious. <laughs> well, wow. Hurricane season is supposed to be like 40% more active. Than I heard that. Yeah. Is it really? Oh man. All right. All right. Jeremy, what, what about you? Cause I, yeah. I'm, I'm fully aware, you know, Jordan, I, I appreciate you. You know, you, you got instinct. I, I trust the gut instinct a lot sometimes. So when you said that, I, it does make me wonder. Um, I'm uh, foolishly optimistic as well. So, Jeremy, anyway, what do yeah. you think? what's going through your mind? It, it's been interesting because like, I have like this younger perspective on it. Like I'm 21, but like I know so many people either my age or younger, like the Gen Z. Like I've talked to like I wear NASA stuff often, and I've talked to a lot of younger people, and like this the consensus that I've got, whether this is like you know, truly validated or not, but younger people just felt like NASA has become like this National Geographic, like just, just cool pictures. It's just kind of like lost a lot of like relevancy when like, if you look at the trickle down, like innovation benefits that NASA has provided to the whole world and to the rest of humanity, like it's crazy, which is why one of the, one of the reasons why we're all passionate about it. So assuming it goes well, which like knock on wood, um, I'm just excited for like younger people to just like, like, for example, Danielle, you talk about, like, the 60s space race. Like, that sounds crazy, but I can't even close to relate to anything even remotely near that at all. And I know you guys are can't necessarily relate to the 60s. You guys are pretty young, too. But still, I'm just excited for, like, young people to, like, get excited about space and space exploration. And Elon Musk has definitely done an interesting job with making space more relevant. But as of lately, either people have either, like, liked him even more, like, they've, been, like, converged into Elon Musk, or they've diverged with Elon Musk with some of his behaviors. So, at the end of the day, this is just going to be, if it goes well, it'll be just a potential successful win for humans, especially America, 
within the space exploration kind of like sector. So if it goes well, I'm just excited to see more young people be more excited about stuff like that. I love that perspective. If it goes well, we're all hoping it does. Yes. Jason, what's going through your mind? So my first thought about all of this is um, I really wish we could all be there. And I yeah. think that yeah. most any of us would be there. You know, there typically would be a NASA social associated with this. Yeah. And yeah. everyone that we uh, know that has an interest in space would be clamoring for one of those spots, right? Everybody would have applied. And hopefully we would have been selected and be there. But um, speaking to Jordan's point, there's a little cause for reservation from from you know like i i'm hopeful i i i my all of my fingers are crossed right you know i want this to go great i think it's a great look for uh the commercialization of space i think it's great for us as a country it's um it's a rallying point you know like in a time where there's a lot of things that don't seem great or uncertain you know everybody is um the world's been shut down for the last couple of months i think mm -hmm. this could be something bright you know something that we can remember mm -hmm. is like even in this awful time we mm -hmm. we return to space uh and it could be the start of something you know wonderful you know the return to the moon and then on onwards to mars from there but um there is that little thing in the back of my mind that a slight reservation, you know, like I, I, I just hope things go right. You know, mm. that's, that's my thought. Yeah. I'd say me too. Now, Jordan and Jason, you're our two participants who actually live in Florida. And I know Jason, you're a little bit farther away. Jordan, you're, yeah. you're kind of closer. What are you guys going to do? Are you, are you thinking about driving toward launch site or just, are you close enough? Jordan, I'm not sure how close. Yeah. Our, look at our entire office is going to go. Um, really? we were, yeah, we're gonna wake up early and we're gonna we're gonna drive out there. Um, we've been talking about it for since it happened, and everyone I think everyone's gonna be going from from Orlando. They're trying to encourage you not to go, but the beaches are open. Florida is um, we're Florida, um, so we're we're open. So I think it's gonna be back. But yeah, there's no way I'm, I'm gonna miss this. Um, and, and 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 two, you know, I won't get too into it, Chuck. We, talked you know before the show like we just keep everything from this world like all negativity out of it but i think that and i'm not a conspiracy theorist i am absolutely not but i have like a very bad conspiracy with everybody from the administration to elon about why this is being rushed but i, I think that to sum it up i think it's being rushed but mm. um, i'm gonna rush over to the beach i don't know where i'm gonna go yet so i don't know where i'm gonna watch but are, are, are you gonna have your red camera I won't have the red. No, um, no. that's too. It's too hot. Um, uh, just that was fun. But uh, I, we're just gonna go and I think just enjoy it. Um, it's you know, there's people in that, which is just so. It's so different, you know. There's people in it, you know. Like every right. time, I'm like, all right, cool. There goes the food, but now like, oh, there goes a human. Wow. Like, so that's gonna be really cool. So that's yeah. gonna be amazing. You you brought something up. I, I just want to say, you know, we, we heard that of all timing in the world we've got nasa's chief of human spaceflight doug lavaro resigned a week before yeah. launch mm. I, I they say it's yeah. not related to crew dragon at all it might have something to do with artemis and and stuff like that but a week before launch this happens what do you guys think about Weird. that? anybody sketchy yeah I mean, it doesn't seem right it, it seems oh, go, go ahead, ahead. Daniel. 
I was just going to say, isn't that seem like what's been happening for the last couple of years is like, it's like all of a sudden big heads of, of state organizations, whatever, step aside at, the, at a very weird moment in time and you're thinking what is happening and there's no transparency. Like there's no, we're not getting any answers and I think it's really unnerving, but it's like, it feels like it's the sign of the times, like this is happening not just in you know NASA, but in all kinds of different governments and whatnot. It's very weird. Mm. I thought Danielle, it was weird too. Go ahead, Jordan. Sorry. Thanks, Jack. I think Danielle, your point. You know, we're not essentially owed an answer as to why he resigned, but it is unnerving, and I don't think they'll ever tell us because you can go the route like, did he misbehave? You know, last Monday did he do something terrible? Did is this because he doesn't agree with you know his bosses? It's just like where where does it go? And we'll never know. And obviously, God forbid something terrible happens on Wednesday or Saturday, then we're gonna know. Um, but let's just hope we never find out. Hmm. Yeah, I thought what's weird about it is he's only been in the position for six months. So there's part of hmm. me that goes, you know, maybe he's just not that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I have no idea about him. I mean, I feel bad for saying that, but I'm thinking it's six months you've been at a job. You know, do you, either you know something that we don't know or just mm. maybe you're just not that great at your job and maybe it's just not a good fit and NASA's kind of, you need to get moving on here. I don't know. Anyone else have thoughts on that one? Maybe he like <laughs> saw something and he was like, oh, I don't want, you know, to, to Jordan's point about conspiracies, maybe he saw something and he was like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this. I'm getting out. But That's what I think. Hopefully that's not the case. <laughs> All right. Well, Log logically, none ahead, of that Jason. makes sense, really. Like, it, to use kind of a bad analogy, it's like um, the coach of a team quitting the week before the Super Bowl. It doesn't mm, make any I mean, sense, right? You're, right? This is the big dance. Why are you not going to be here for it? And, you know, you could, you could go down whatever rabbit holes you wanted to as far as conspiracies, <laughs> but... From the outside looking in with no details, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. It was right. weird. Let's go positive now. Let's yeah. talk about the coolness, if I can, of SpaceX. All right? We have the astronauts. They're not going to be riding in the Astrovan this time. They're going to be riding mm -hmm. in a Tesla. Really? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing they did. They got, a, they got a Tesla that has the worm on the back, and it's the whole thing. No way. Yeah. That's great. Now, Jordan, you gave a thumbs down. Are, are there any Tesla fans out? Anyone thinks that's that's kind of cool? I mean, they got the new forms that we all can say. Hey, I think it's kind of cool. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I can't imagine in my head, Elon Musk being proud of of as, his astronauts riding up to the pad in anything but that. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. yeah. But Jeremiah, the Astro van is historic. It's like that's right. the thing. Yeah, like, you know, it's that's, iconic. Yeah, Chuck and I got to go on the one for, that Boeing has built for uh, the Starliner cruise, and oh, it's it's uh, awesome. Man. It's it was awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's that's awesome. Cool. I, I I don't know. I just I, I love how SpaceX does it because you know they have like I said they're doing it differently. I mean, also this this the Falcon Nine. Um, several of us here, I, I, Jason. I don't know if you you've seen a Falcon nine up close, but the rest of us, we saw a Falcon nine when we saw that CRS 15 mission. Um, what we didn't see during that NASA social uh, that some of us have been fortunate to see since then is the booster actually coming back and landing at least landing at sea, which is what this mm -hmm. one's going to do. So again, right. another, 
first for SpaceX. We're launching people this time. The booster's going to return, land on the ship. Of course, I still love you. Even their names are creative. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, that guy is a marketing about, genius. Yeah, if yeah. you want to talk about catching the younger generation, too, I think, Jeremy, like you were saying, my daughter is all about Tesla, and she's 13, so... Them rolling up in a Tesla might actually catch, you know what I mean? That younger really generation of people like, like, oh, this is really freaking cool. Yeah, that's really good. Like, like even me just hearing that, I was like, wow, that's, to Jordan's point, like, the, the van is so iconic, but visualizing these astronauts driving up in a Tesla and then going, like, <laughs> that's so freaking cool. <laughs> you know, there's going to be lots of media cameras on that, too, I would oh, think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a well, marketing genius. He sent one into space, too. He was a genius. Yeah, true. Right. That's Actually, what I was going to say. I, I had the opportunity to go to that first Falcon Heavy launch, oh, cool. and I sat three miles across the water from the pad, you know, and the the buzz just about that that, that, that created that he put his car <laughs> as the payload, it was, uh, it was unreal. <laughs> and, and the crowds of people that flocked to the Cape that day were – I, you know, unlike anything I've ever seen, I, I would imagine it's very reminiscent of, uh, you know, the Saturn launches in the 60s, but uh, it was unbelievable how many people were out there. Hmm. Hey, Jordan, how long, Jordan how long have you been in Florida? Um, still oh, yeah. born. Okay. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask this, because all of us, I, Jason had a good point on this. Um, I saw, you know, I felt I was too young for the wonderful NASA excitement of the moon landings. But, you know, I saw the space shuttle come to life in the, in the early 80s and, and all my life, basically. But I also saw, in my opinion, NASA kind of diminish in terms of importance, I guess, to, to the generations that were out there. Mm. But then in the last few years, there's been this wonderful, what I feel is a wave of excitement coming back. To me, it feels like SpaceX had a lot to do with that. Do you, uh, what are your feelings, Jordan, being a native of Florida about that? I, I think that it, it wasn't, I think SpaceX has done so much right now, but I think that, you know, for me growing up, I can't remember a time when it wasn't a launch or, you know, um, so we would always go out to the spot in our neighborhood and we could see, you know, just a blip in the skyline. But what I think the most important thing was about, you know, 2011, I think it was 2013, NASA free-ranged their logo. So that shirt you're wearing, Chuck, mm. like that is not a NASA shirt. It's a licensed shirt. So they gave their license logo to anything and everyone. Mm. It was selective. Now it's to whoever it wants. So I think that started building it. And then when Elon wanted to go into space, this whole SpaceX thing was something else. And, but everyone's so used to rockets in Florida, but it wasn't until that thing just landed mm. where it was like, whoa. Um, and then it really just blew up. That's, that's what I think. Dude, that, that's such a good point. Like, it's literally like a meme in the fashion industry how so many young people wear a NASA logo. But, like, they, like if you ask them any question past, like, the NASA logo, they won't be able to answer. But they just like yeah. the iconic vintage hipster NASA type of style. Like, that's a really good point. I, didn't, I guess it makes sense that they gave out, you know, that copyright, you know, license to all these different e-commerce stores or fashion, you know, lines. Like, yeah, it was just the thing they did. And... Then I think, too, you know, the SpaceX is something else, and I think we've all experienced it, is that people on uh, NASA Social are die-hard Elon fans. They have the Tesla. They wear the shirt. They have the hat. They have the bat. Like, 
it's it's they wear the shirt to the concert type of people where they like anything oh. Boeing, anything Blue Origin, they're like anti that or even yeah. anti NASA. Yeah. So somehow he's get, gotten them to this beat. It's I, I can't tell you the amount of divorcee dads I've been on uh, NASA social who have spent all of their money into Tesla and SpaceX gear. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And, and we've mentioned NASA social a lot, but one thing that I didn't really do is sort of define. So there's there's probably some viewers out there, listeners out there that don't know what NASA social is. Who who wants to t- take that? Just just give me a, a two minute overview for what NASA social is in your best marketing terms ever. No hands go up. Danielle, tell 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 the audience about NASA social about what drew you to what it is. Um, so it's a program through NASA in which you apply to be able to go and watch the launches. Um, and during that time period, you are um, basically, what is it, like two and a half days or so that we are given like backstage passes essentially mm-hmm. to all of the buildings and all of the cool things that are going up on the, on the current launch. And then we get to watch the launch live. And during all of that, um, we are basically taking pictures and using social media to blast out their cause and what they're doing. So, yeah, it's super exciting. Get to sit on NASA TV and ask questions. <laughs> it is great. And anyone can apply. That's if, if you have a social following, that helps you out. But you don't have to have 50,000 people that follow you. Trust me. <laughs> right. You can apply, and it's kind of cool. You get treated like a member of the press. You even get to go, like I said, to the press conferences. It is fantastic. I, I think it's a phenomenal experience. All right, so let's go back to, the, to this amazing launch. One thing I thought was unusual about crew demo is that they don't even know how long they're going to stay at the International Space Station. In fact, what? they're not going to determine that until they're in orbit. It can be anywhere from 30 to 119 days. What? Uh, Isn't that, isn't that that's weird? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I'd heard they're not going in there. They're not in there. They're, they're not going to get it. It's, none of this makes sense to me. <laughs> what? I love how you speak from my heart. That's so true. Yeah, like, cool. <laughs> You're going to space. Well, how long are we going for? I'm not sure. That's crazy. Everybody knows. Well, do they know they're they, coming? It's like they some Star said, Wars type stuff. That's true. What if they don't let them in? Oh my gosh! No, yeah, they, they no. say no. it's no. to judge the health of the crew capsule in space. Huh. Wait, say that again, because Chuck. That? They say that uh, they're going to determine how long they stay based on how healthy the crew Dragon spacecraft is. Interesting. How so healthy it is. What are they expecting? That, that, that doesn't is, make any sense to me. That's a, that's a weird phrase. Like, you better hope it's really healthy because it's okay, good people's here, survival depend on it. There you go. Here, here's my geekdom on this. It's designed to last 210 days in space. Yeah. That matches the lifespan of Russia's Soyuz spacecraft. Right. But, again, they want to make it to orbit first and then just evaluate it and say, okay. Make it, it to orbit? Yeah. Is it guaranteed? <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Nothing's guaranteed in space. You know oh, that you yeah. can guarantee the launch date. I feel oh, like man. I feel like if you're the astronaut getting on this thing, you are really a risk taker. Like, like you you're you're not sure what's happening here. Like this is this is like super risky. I feel like if you're not More the astronaut than getting, than getting on. Yeah, if you're <laughs> not the astronaut that made this cut, you're like, yes. 
<laughs> Doug Hurley, who's the let's commander. Talk, let's talk about let's talk about these amazing astronauts. Okay, we have yeah. Doug Hurley, Bob Bankin. These are really neat guys. They graduated NASA class of 2000. I'm showing my geekdom. They actually, both of their wives, they were also astronauts in the same class of no 2000 way. NASA astronauts. Really? Which is so cool. I think wow. that's so cool. I was just watching this thing. They, they both have, have kids. Mm -hmm. And I believe they both have kids. But I mean, one of them has a six-year-old and one of them has a 10-year-old, if I imagine right. So, I mean, these are family dads these are going into space and they don't know how long they're gonna stay because <laughs> doug was literally like a colonel in the marines like they always know the rules of engagement the like they yeah. know every single plan back you know the the back home of their hands so, like i'm surprised you know doug is like of course i don't know anything about you know astronauts their mindset but i mean that's just really interesting that they don't know how long they're going to be in orbit until, or up there until they get in orbit that's that's interesting yeah, I I, could, yeah. I had to double check. Any anyone else have thoughts on that? It's crazy. I, I think that they're just. I think that they know it's the job they signed up for. You know, and especially with like you know our plans to go to the moon, to colonize Mars. Mm. You, know, you never know. Like, like oh, we'll go on to Earth real quick. You know, so it just I could this could become you know the future. But also for them, you know, they're the first from America in eleven years. They're the first in those new suits. They're the first with Elon in charge. You know, like, who's not to say he doesn't have remote control? Controlling that. But my question is, do they get Teslas? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta at least get a discount, right? The family discount? Well, because you're not allowed to give veterans free things for being a veteran or active military. You can't, you can't give active military. They're technically active military, right? Huh. Hmm. That's a good point, yeah. How'd they do it in the 60s? Because didn't all the Merc... Uh, Merc they got all the Corvettes, yeah. I don't yeah. know. So many questions, Chuck. I know. I know. I just think that's so cool. <laughs> Jason, what, what do you think? We, we haven't designed a new spacecraft to launch people on it for like 39 years. I mean, they had the Mercury spacecraft. They had Gemini. They had Apollo. They had the space shuttle. That's been it for America right. until now. Right. I Man, it, it's exciting. And you think that there's two being built right now, right? You've got SpaceX Dragon, Crew Dragon, and then the Starliner, their competition, essentially, and then whatever Blue Origin is building as well, you know? So it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Like, I, I love that they, that they split the contract and they created competition because I think com competition fuels innovation. Yeah. You know, both of these companies wanted to be the first. It looked like Boeing at one point was on a trajectory to be that company. And, you know, things happened, uh, you know, during the launch that you and I were at. And uh, now SpaceX has slid into that spot. And I, I don't know, man, the, the, the capsules themselves, they look so sci-fi with all of, I guess, because everything was so analog on historically, everything else was analog and all these have, you know, digital interfaces and touch screens and all that, the cool stuff that you that they made films about in the, in the eighties, you know, like their visualization of what things would be like in the future. This is, that's what all this stuff looks like to me, you know, even the, the crew access arm to looks like something from a, yeah. a movie. It doesn't look like anything that should exist, but it, it's pretty exciting, man. I like yeah, it. It, it does. And you brought up, you know, the commercial crew program. Now, you know, Jason and I were, were on Boeing Starliner social program and, 
That was a great mission up until it didn't quite make its destination. It was great until it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, and and we we actually we have so much respect for the people that we met from Boeing. I mean, you just can feel how hard they worked, and that must have been so disappointing to them. But mm. what are you guys' other thoughts on the commercial space program, commercial crew program? Because again, this isn't a NASA built spacecraft. This is commercial. You know, it's it's designed to make them compete, get bring the cost down, and to get something a little bit quicker than sometimes NASA does. I, I bring to mind the SLS, SLS yes. on the commercial crew program. Anyone? I think that eventually it will fizzle out and everything will go back under NASA. Really? Um, yeah, because there's too much control. You know, if, if you aren't going to move, you aren't going to run these missions, you know, the SpaceX team will have to hand over, you know, a good percentage of that to NASA to operate and take control of it. Eventually, someone's going to disagree somewhere. They're going to realize this is going to work long term, especially when we're going to do something we haven't do, like go to Mars. You know, NASA may have another course while SpaceX has another one. And I think that that's when private space fields will come into play. And, you know, Cape Canaveral is just NASA, and then there's you know, Point Orlando launch pad where they're launching from Orlando. You know, I, I think that that's a strong possibility. Wow, Jeremy, what do you think? I, I kind of like that. You know. Private is going to be taking over. I think competition is a good thing for innovation and technology. But I mean, at the end of the day, we're talking about sending humans into space and there's international waters that can have opinions about things. So I, I think there's a safer route with it all being like centralized on one organization like NASA. But I think if I were to think about the future with like big gi ginormous goals that we have, like colon colonization on Mars, different stuff like that, I think you know, privatizing all this kind of stuff and letting these billionaire playboys like Jeff and Elon and these other people just kind of have, of course, with all the safety precautions that they need and probably maybe more safety precautions, but just kind of let themselves get into like, not a fight, but in that like safe, you know, competition and, you know, pushing us forward in the space race. So I, see, I have a, I have a different take on the commercial commercialization of this. I yeah. think it's actually really great. Um, I really think that, um, allowing people's creativity to come out and and having that 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 drive of like oh well what are they going to come up with and i want to come up with something cooler that goes you know that does this or that um i think that really that kind of drives it's almost like the space race within our own mm -hmm. country right mm -hmm. going back to that yeah, mentality again right and it's and it's really to me so my husband works in robots and, um, you know, like he's always doing, um, you know, their company is always bidding against other companies for pieces of a bigger project, right? And I think that having that open market it kind of creates more, um, I guess, some, some newer technology or it, it just pushes the, the limits of what you can do. And to Jeremy's point, allowing, you know, some of the big players to fund that rather than, you know, it, it be all under the government um, or NASA or whatever um, just makes sense to me. Um, I think getting to uh, uh, getting to the moon is super exciting, and I think that um, having that innovation of something new and, and exciting and, and being able to literally create something in your own mind and having all these creative minds be able to do that, I think that's really exciting. And, you know, when you're creating, when you're doing those, at least with my husband and his, you know, his projects, 
you know, there's always oversight as to what it does. He does a lot of government contracts and there's always oversight as to what has to happen uh, to make things safe. So I think that that's just built in naturally into any type of robotics that you're doing. See, I love that. I was thinking as you were talking about that, I used to say this, I'm 52 years old, huh, hard to say, but I remember <laughs> when I was five years old, I think four or five, whatever, going outside, I looked up at the moon and my neighbor's like, there's people on there. I'm like, really? Wow, I was so fascinated. And <laughs> then I look around cool. and I see this whole generation since then that has no concept of what it was like wow. to look up at the moon and know that people were there. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I it's mean, like looking, it's the pale blue dot, right? You turn around and like, mm. what a bite to behold to be able to stand on the moon and look back at the blue dot, right? Do you guys believe it happened? Yes. <laughs> I do. Absolutely. <laughs> I wondered about that. Because, again, I don't know. I was watching um, when, when Bob and Doug landed at uh, Kennedy Space Center, and they were giving their, their talk about what it's going to be like to, to go up in this um, spacecraft. I was thinking back to the space shuttle in, in, in 81. Yes, I remember that well, too, where they had Bob Crippen and John Young that went up and I was just thinking, I was just getting so excited that finally this generation is going to see and feel what it's like to have that, I guess, American pride for lack of a better term or, or just pride in general about saying, wow, here we go. We're going to do this seemingly or hopefully do this amazing feat of sending people back up. Mm. That's what it means to me. What do you guys think about that? Cause you were around sort of after the space shuttle was already going what are your feelings? Here we go. I, I think one of the things that Jason said it was really interesting is like, we need a win. Like humans, America, like we just need a win right now to what Daniel said. Just so many things are shitting right now, shitting the bed. <laughs> so if we can get a win that we can all rally behind, I think that'd be great. Yeah. That's awesome. I think with those, like American pride, you know, Elon Musk is an American citizen. He wasn't born here. He was born in South Africa. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it's hard to get American pride behind a privatized company for me at least. And it's more like, you know, yeah, for NASA yeah. instead. So when it's when it's a NASA like fully NASA lot, that's that's where I'd be. But you know, I, I get that sense of Florida pride, you know, all eyes are on us and it's not because some kid drank some bath salts and ate the groceries for man. <laughs> Which is a real story. So true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Florida man. All right. Closing yeah. closing thoughts. Let's go around the room. And, and and just just last thoughts here. Basically on Elon Musk on crew demo two. What do you think? What are you hoping to see? What do you what do you want to expect or any just words that you want to say to our audience? Um Jason, why don't we start with you? You know, I think uh we've talked a little bit about Elon Musk and whether people some people like him, some people don't, specifically when he says things that seem nonsensical on Twitter. But you can't deny the fact, the, the uh, effect that that guy and his ideas have had on uh, this, this space program and, and, and where the future of that is headed. Clearly a visionary. And, um, you know, I, I, I think there's something to be said about that. You know, there can be a million people that sit around and have good ideas about what to do, but then there are the people that have those ideas and then 
facilitate them and and put them into motion right and and he wanted to be in the commercial uh, space business and built a company that has done it in ways that you know the guy lands rockets on land a few miles from the pad they launch from it, it's unbelievable you know yeah. wow. and uh or or on a drone ship which is even kind of crazier right <laughs> yep but um you know, I, I'm I'm excited for this. I think that this is kind of the the first step. Uh, everything up to this point has kind of been proven the capability of Falcon Nine and, and and all that. You know, I mean, you know, they've de they've de delivered supplies to the space station uh, and stuff, but they've also had some failures, right? There's compilation videos you can go on YouTube oh, today yeah. and watch rockets blowing up on the pad or or whatever, uh, or blowing up on landing. But they've had those failures to get to the point where they believe it will be successful, and and that's what I'm I'm shoot, or hoping for, man. I, I I want this to be successful, and uh, I'm ready for this whole program and and the programs of its partners to move forward. You know, excellent, Jeremy. How about you? Closing remarks. I'm not going to lie. After this, and listening to Jordan share insights, I'm a little more anxious, <laughs> like a little bit, a little more nervous. But I'm optimistic and I'm excited. Excellent, Jordan. What are your closing thoughts? I mean, I'm excited for the launch. I think it's going to be really exciting. It's just a couple of days away, but um, you know, and to Jason's point, Elon Musk is a genius. You know, all, he didn't start at space. He did PayPal, right? Is that where he started? Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like. He wasn't like how he is on Twitter then, and maybe he's not actually like that in real life. Maybe just a facade for marketing where he is a hmm. genius. He is a genius. So, I mean, there's nothing against him. I just, I like how NASA did it in the 60s. And the final thing I'll say is if you haven't watched the CNN documentary, Apollo 11, you need to watch it immediately. Okay. I'll 100% agree with that. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Excellent. Just the greatest thing I've ever watched. Apollo 11, CNN. All right. Yeah, it's what 240 hours of lost footage that was labeled wrong that they found oh, and they put together a natural documentary, all natural, no narration. It is amazing. Wow. And the footage wow. is is high. I mean, it's restored to basically high definition. It's like yeah. you're watching uh, a documentary about the '60s filmed with the technology of today. It's unreal. Jeez. Wow. It's so cool. That's amazing. I have not seen that. Did yeah, you know? they have eagle capturing Columbia. Ooh. That sounds awesome. Danielle, what are your closing thoughts? I uh, love innovation. I'm excited for the innovation that has come forward with Elon Musk and, and, and you know, just the whole race. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. Jordan has definitely <laughs> made me feel a little <laughs> bit it's not Girl, just you, Jordan. It's also 2020. Like this year, <laughs> I was so excited for this year, and it's like every month something more crazy happens. So I'm just, you know, I'm hopeful that um, I just want everybody to be safe, clearly, and make it up and back. Um, and you know, I wish they had, you know, they knew how long they were gonna be in space. I wish there weren't so many question marks in the equation, um, but I'm also really excited um, that we're actually launching humans from, from U.S. soil again. Mm. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm so excited about that, but I'm also excited that at least in this crazy times, we can connect like this. Mm. 
you know, I miss all of you. It was so good hanging out with you to see these rockets go up. I wish we could be there together in person celebrating this occasion and hoping it'll work. I was, I was more confident too before this, Jordan. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a rocket. There's always, always chances. So I'm, I'm praying for, for these guys to just get up there and come back safely. That would be awesome. Yeah. Whenever that may be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're gonna hashtag thanks, Jordan. <laughs> I, don't I don't mean to like make everyone nervous. Just tell you what I thought. It's no, like, I'm all cautiously optimistic, so it's a good thing. But I, again, it's so good connecting with all of you. I just want to thank you all for taking time to to spend this time thank with us. You, thank thanks, you. Thanks, Chuck. Online coffee break. Wow, what a fascinating discussion it was today regarding the SpaceX Crew Demo 2 mission. We are so excited about this. I want to thank my friends Jason, Danielle, Jeremy, and Jordan for joining me today to discuss this historic mission. We're so excited about it. We want to wish Godspeed to Bob Bacon and Doug Hurley on this incredible mission. Again, you'll see it all over the place, but if you want to tune in and find out more, just go to nasa.gov. At any rate, thanks so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time. God bless.